listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Carla DaCosta is a law of attraction coach, speaker, and most recently an author who is based in Western Australia. Carla works with women who are separated, divorced, or divorcing through her one-to-one private coaching practice, her online program, and her books. Carla supports and inspires women through this next season of their life, helping them create joy and happiness in their personal and romantic love life, whilst also helping them to avoid many of the modern world dating and relationship heartbreaks and pitfalls. In this Mindful Biz podcast episode, we talk about Carla's business journey, writing a book, and how Carla's business has evolved over the years, having originally started out blogging. Hi, Carla. How are you? Hi, Alison. Well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to be, you know, sitting down and enjoying this chat with you today. We've got so much to talk about. We'll have to make sure we don't we don't talk for too long. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so before we kick into everything, I would love you, as always, to introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, so my name's Carla DaCosta. I am an author on divorce here in Australia for women, and I'm also a divorce coach for women. So I primarily work with women that are either thinking about leaving their marriages or who have already left their marriage and they are rebuilding their lives, recreating their lives from the ground up often. Amazing. Okay, so how long ago did you launch your business? Well, it's a... I mean, I launched as a personal blog, <laughs> you know, like where, like where do you start the line? Yeah. I launched as a personal blog in 2014 with just a desire to write and connect. Uh, I was still married. I then launched as a life coach in 2016 and probably 18 months ago is when I looked at my client base, realised they were all women that were coming to me for divorce-related issues and maybe they wanted to grow a business or do this and that on the side, but primarily the attraction was the fact that I was divorced, I was moving on with my life and they wanted some of that. Mm. Um, And that was 18 months ago that I I realised, okay, I'm just going to go and I'm going to niche right down to this divorce, divorcing woman because I realised that actually that's what I love to coach and that's my zone of genius. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Do you find that it's a heavy topic to focus on? No. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean. I love it. Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that women don't come to me with heavy topics. They do. But I'm always about moving my clients out of that heaviness. Yeah. So, yes, we talk about the past. We talk about the things that have brought them to me. But my folk, I'm not a counsellor. Like you're not sitting on my couch, on my couch just going over and over your pain and your story. Yeah. My job is to move you out of it. And that part of the journey, being part of that woman, that really excites me. Where would you say you come in in their journey? Like have they already seen a counsellor or are sometimes they seeing counsellors alongside seeing you? Like where do you fit in? Both, actually. Um, There are women that will come straight to me. That woman tends to know that she needs to leave. Um, It's the courage and the working out of the steps so that when they do leave, the journey is smooth. Um, 
And then there are some women that come to me after they've been to a counsellor for a while. And, and most of those women come to me because they are tired of talking about the pain and sitting in it and they're ready to move out of it. Mm. So a bit of both. What I've got to ask these questions because I find yeah. it very fascinating. What kind of age bracket are they in generally? That 35 to 55-year-old woman is my primary client. And I have a lot of men that follow me actually in that age group that really love my content too. Mm. They don't necessarily come on as clients but they really uh, resonate with everything that I share on my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So um, what was the inspiration behind starting your business? Like what made you start blogging to begin with? Well, I was living in the Pilbara up in the Western Australian outback at a small mining town. I had two young kiddies and my marriage was just not fulfilling to me anymore and I could feel myself needing something for me. And so I started a personal blog because we're doing a lot of travelling up there and really enjoying that part of the world. And the blog for me was a way to have a creative outlet, a little thing for me, sharing photos and sharing our sort of journey up there. And it just grew from that. It was something yeah. that I needed. Um, and then as my, I, start, I joined to the Beautiful You Coaching Academy in 2015 and that just came organically because I signed up to a course to teach me how to open a website and then I found women in there. Do you know what I mean? And I just sort of little crumbs and before I knew it, I was my own life coach and it just has grown as I've grown. It, it, my business has very much followed my own personal growth journey which is such a cliche I know but it has <laughs> it's a good way to do it as well because then you're being authentic you're in line with your story and then you attract people similar to you and I think that this is something that you've done very well is you use social media as a really great tool for people to get to know you and your story would yeah. you say that a lot of your clients come to you via social media or do you think that they maybe are referred and they watch you on social media for a while before reaching out? Or how do you think that sort of gateway into you works? Both. Um, They come to me because they've found me organically or they've been referred to me. And and you're right, like it is, and I hear this over and over again with the book I've heard this and now that I have a podcast, I'm actually hearing the same words. You are so authentic. You so clearly just speak from the heart. I don't know you, but I can see that this is actually who you are and so you make it so easy to resonate with you. Mm. And I just, I mean, I don't really, in my day-to-day life, I don't have a pretense and I think because I show up on that way in social media, that is how I connect so easily with my ideal client. Mm. So good. That's so good, yeah. isn't it? And it's so easy, Alison. Yeah. You know, I don't plan a lot of my content, even with my podcast. Like if I just am inspired, I sit and record because it is just coming from me. Yes. It yeah. makes the flow of your business so simple. Mm. What would you say is one of the hardest things that you've found through running your own business? Managing me. <laughs> <laughs> growth journey you know it is learning to express yourself it's learning to have a voice have an opinion like have that throat chakra open and not worry about what somebody's going to think I mean anybody can be beige and offer you mediocre 
opinions or advice, but, I mean, if you really want to capture an audience, you really have to own what you're saying, whether it's liked or not. Mm. Um, And so me stepping into that role has been the journey and I can see for this year it's going to be the journey on an even greater scale. Mm. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. I do think that a lot of people, especially in the first few years, being worried what other people think stops them from doing so much and i don't and you think see, i don't think you can you can succeed as a business owner worrying what no. other people think no and you see so many people investing money early on in their business to right. courses that help them grow a six figure business or launch that online course but you know if you're not comfortable in expressing your own self and your own view and you're and you don't care really so much what somebody thinks about it. It doesn't matter what system or course you have in place. You are just not going to get the attraction. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's so many. It's not the mechanics. It's that energetics, isn't it? It's the yeah. energetics behind the mechanics that we have to address before we can create a business. So true. So true. All right. Then most recently, you've launched the book called Seconds. Please tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, so look, I mean, I was coaching women and I'd been coaching women for several years, but what I had never shared with anybody other than my first life coach when I uh, left my marriage back in 2016 was that I had always had a book title and idea in mind. And Seconds Please, Lessons on Life, Love and Self After Divorce, had literally sat as a sticky note on the corner of my computer for four years. I knew that I wanted to write this book, um, but when I came up with the idea and the title, you know, I was just moved into my own house still going through the thick of things in terms of separating all the bits and pieces and I just wasn't ready to write the book and I didn't know the journey either. Um, And so over the last four years it has been growing into that journey and into that book without realising that I was. It's a bit kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. I don't know whether I chose the title and then got the journey that I needed to have to write it. I'm not sure. But it sat there as an idea. And then last year just had some things going on in my personal life that all kind of came together. And just overnight I just realised I was ready to write it. It just sort of percolated behind my behind my psyche for a while and uh, I sat down in July of last year and I wrote it in four weeks yeah. and boom, it was out in November. Yeah. It's almost like you were like, right, it's happening now. You know, you made the decision and you just ran with it and it was and you wrote it so quickly. Yeah. It's and because I had I'd been I had literally been thinking about it while not thinking about it. And so it had just been slowly coming together. So when I actually felt ready to write it and I, you know, I found that time in my diary where that was going to be the focus for that time, it just poured out, to be honest. It was a very easy thing to write but you know I was talking to um you know I had a Reiki massage a couple of weeks ago and she sort of said to me you know actually you have to acknowledge that yes you wrote it in four weeks but you lived it for five years absolutely and so really this book took five years to come to life even though the 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 pen to paper process was short yeah right it looks like like this I was just saying to you before we came on my copy just arrived 
today. So I've yeah. only had a quick flick through it so far. But it looks like a like a book that you could read very quickly, like just get totally immersed in it. Well, that was the intention. Yeah. I mean, my divorce might have been a few years ago, but I know the process and I know that my ideal woman that's needing this book, they've got a lot on their plate. They're distracted, they're overwhelmed, they're going through a lot of emotional turbulences and challenges. They don't need a 500-page novel with huge big chapters. So it was always the intention to write a book with small chapters, like punchy headings, but that actually delivered a punch and the information. So even if they only read two chapters in a night because that's all they had the energy for, it would still be valuable. and That's getting out of it, yeah. Wow. Do you think that some people might have to put a different cover over it so their husbands don't, don't know they're reading it? <laughs> I have I have had women thank me for the word divorce being quite small on yeah. the cover. <laughs> you might be able to sell as an accessory, like a book leave. <laughs> Yeah. Over. Well, what one client said to me is that she took a picture of herself. She said, I always read it like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, if I put this next to my bed tonight and Richard sees it, he'll be going, what's going on? Is she, is she about to get rid of me? Do we need to talk about something? <laughs> look, I think most men, and it was intentional with the cover yeah. design, yeah. would probably look at it and think it's just a novel. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really clever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, all right then. So basically, how how do people get hold of this book? So currently it's available on Booktopia and on Amazon.com. So they're the best places. As the year goes on, we will wait and see where that takes us to. Yeah. But right now online. You're in the full thick of launching this book because although it's 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 out, it hasn't been out for very long, has it? No. And we were talking about this before, like the difference yeah. that is the the book launching process over, you know, like I launched many coaching programs, but the difference in the journey and, you know, obviously I'm not a celebrity or minor celebrity. So, you know, and you see that in the book world where an influencer or a minor celebrity, they launch a book and boom, it's number one. And then it's up there for a couple of weeks and it goes a good way and then you never see or hear about that book ever again. I don't have that celebrity status, so I was never going to get that journey. Yeah. So for an entrepreneur that's in the space where they are launching a book like this, it's a slow burn. It's launch the book, get the feedback, get your reviews onto Booktopia so that Booktopia and other outlets can see, one, consistent sales, two, amazing reviews and feedback, and then that gets your your big W's, your dimmicks, your all your bits and pieces now looking at your book and thinking, okay, well, we actually need to have a look at this book now. Like it's it's still there. It's going well. It's clearly being loved and resonating with women. And that's the book journey. It is a slow burn. It takes its own wings over time. You know, now most women that come to me on social media or even from the book have been referred to me by a friend of theirs. Yeah, right. My friend said, I need your book. My friend bought me your book. Mm. Like that, that's that word of mouth journey with a book mm. um, that gets you in front of the right people. 
and then it takes its own, like takes a world of its own. Mm. You know, a couple of years pre-pandemic, when you'd launch a book, you'd often go on a book tour, you know, and go around to the different states and run a workshop. And I can imagine there'd be so many people wanting to go um, to some form of workshop and hear you speak on further topics. Look, it's it's definitely been the limitation of being in Western Australia with closed borders. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not go there, but, you know, like that's... Because online is good, but it's not quite the same. You're right. You know, so if I I was able to go to New South Wales and hold a mini event, you know, it would be amazing. Mm. Same with Queensland. I mean, I would say now that 80 to 90% of my business is all over East. Is it? That was my next question. Yeah. 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 So definitely there's a pool there for me at the moment. So we'll just see what the future brings there. But it does make sense because... This, I mean, this sort of area of a woman and her finding her feet, rebuilding her life, her sense of confidence after a long-term relationship ends, it's a real passion of mine. And these women need so much support, especially if, you know, they were like me. I mean, I was in a relationship from the age of 21 to 34. I'd never actually been a woman on my own. I didn't. I'd never been in the driver's seat of my own life. So it wasn't even a finding of myself. It was like I don't even know who I am kind of journey. I'd never been on my own, all those things. And that journey is very different for women than it is for men after a relationship ends. It's a different different emotional journey. And so for women it, it brings up a lot of feelings of abandonment and fear. Mm. Absolutely. How does your ex-husband feel about this? Like, does he, I mean, he's not mentioned in here, but is he kind of like quietly freaking out behind a rock or is he okay? (laughs) You're the only one that's asked me this question, Alison. I joke like we should all be very grateful to Joel because like imagine having an ex-wife like me. It's like I'm the gift that keeps on giving. Look, we don't have a perfect relationship, but we get on very well. And initially when I told him about the book, I just don't think, I mean, he never really doesn't really keep an eye on my business or what I'm doing. And he was like, you're still talking about the divorce? Aren't you over it yet? And I said to him, Joel, it's actually not about me. Like, I don't talk about my divorce in my personal life, but professionally, actually, I talk about divorce all the time. And he sort of said, well, does it mention me? And he, I said, oh, like only in, you know, like two small parts. And you could just sort of see, like, God. Like. Did he ask to proof those two small parts before it was published? I don't believe he's read it and I've not given him a copy yeah. because it's really it's not about my marriage. Exactly. It's been about the journey after leaving a marriage. But, you know, is he comfortable with it? Uh, maybe. I don't, I mean, I'm sure he probably wished me I was talking about something else. Um but he's okay with it. I do joke with him, like, Joel, like, don't complain to me. Like, what is it that you're complaining about, that you got a mention or that you didn't get enough of a mention? Because I don't know which one it is sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But you're right. This isn't about him. This is about helping other people. Um, And he would know that. Yeah, look, I think it is. Once we had the conversation and I explained to him, he gets it. But, Mm. you know, is it awkward having your your ex-wife write a book on divorce and, you know, you're the one that she left, I'm sure it probably is. Well, if you flip it, if 
if you flip it and imagine if he started riding that way, it, it's just a natural reaction of like, oh, yeah. my God, what, what did I say or do that's that's made the book? Yeah. But as you say, it's got nothing to do about that. It really is it's no. just about helping people. Look, I find this a very interesting topic because, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone is so much more independent today than, yeah. you know, than we were, what, 10, 20 years ago, um, and there would be so many women thinking, oh, gosh, you know, maybe um, my marriage isn't quite right and they don't know who to speak to. They Some of them wouldn't even be ready to speak to anyone. So I think having having this access to this book is just incredible because I don't think there's that much out there. Is there? No. 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 I mean, that was really the burning desire for me because when I left my marriage, there was just no positive content out there. It was all things like how to divorce a narcissist or the divorce Bible and it was all really heavy and that was the last thing I wanted after leaving a you know, take having the courage to leave the marriage I don't want to read about any of the negative parts about it anymore now. Like I actually want something to inspire me now. I mean, Eat, Pray, Love was really the only thing at the time that captured a woman's journey from leaving a marriage and and moving on with her life and finding herself. There was nothing else. Um, And so, yes, that's why I, I wrote it because there are so many women I mean, I there's you know one in three marriages are divorcing, and I always say like add on another third to that, because that third, that okay. second third, yeah. they're thinking about leaving, or they are actually physically sort of sticking it out and just making the best of what they've got, and you know generally it's children and finances that are the glue that's keeping them in there, yeah. or some kind of fear that the grass is not greener or it's not worth leaving or I'm too old, whatever it might be for that individual. So really it's two-thirds of adults are either divorced or sitting on the, the edge of should I or shouldn't I. And you're right, it's because we are more independent than ever. So as a female, we don't have to stay to be financially secure. But I think the other thing too is that we're living longer now, Alison. Yeah. You know, most of us now at this age when we're looking to leave a marriage or considering whether a marriage is still the fit for us, we would have passed away already 100 years ago. Yeah. We wouldn't have the luxury of sitting here thinking about our happiness and fulfilment. You know, we wouldn't. We'd be trying to find food or there'd be, you know, illness to worry about, kids passing away all the time because kids didn't always survive, there was war. I mean, we are really in a period of time as human society where despite what's going on in the world at the moment, actually statistically this is the safest, healthiest time for a human to be alive. Mm. And it's why you see so many people now going inwards. They're thinking about their health, their happiness, those bits that add joy and fulfilment. Yeah. That wasn't the thought and the worry 100 years ago. They didn't have the headspace or the need for that. Mm. It was survival. Survival's not a thing now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. This is it's such an interesting topic. It really yeah, it is. is. Do you have anyone come to you that's not married? I suppose you would actually. They've been in a long de facto relationship. Yeah, that's right. So women that have been in long de facto relationships uh, reach out. Also women that have been single for a long time. 
Oh, right. Because it's often the same journey. There is that same women end up in their masculine a little bit, closed to love, closed to men or have belief around men because they've had a cycle of several um, negative relationship yeah. or dating experiences. So I do, even though I market to the divorced woman, I, I do attract the full spectrum. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. So what would you say you're most excited about for this year, apart from the WA borders opening? <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't jinx that yet. <laughs> um, I Look, I think... For me, this year, it's really going to be about changing the conversation around divorce and around women staying single and the positives of staying single over rushing into another relationship just because you're fearful of missing out or not having someone. Um, There are so many pros to women staying single for a while, finding their own life path, creating their own energy in whatever it is that they're passionate about Um, and for a lot of women that have been in relationships since their early teens early or late teens early 20s they've just never had that journey and experience they missed out on it in their 20s and actually if I can get a woman to live that journey for a little while and do the beautiful healing work it changes the trajectory of their life. So for me, it is changing the conversation around divorce. Yeah. Wow. That's a really nice focus for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's very exciting. Amazing. All right, then where can everyone find you and your book? Yes, so Booktopia for the book for seconds, please, Um, or Amazon. Otherwise, on my website, you'll find links to everything that I do at carladacosta.com. Fabulous. And I'll put all the links up on relauncher.com.au and link through so that you can find out more information about Carla. Carla, thanks for joining us here today. Pleasure. And thank you because you've been part of my business journey for, you know, on and off for many years, particularly in those early years. And, you know, that all lends itself to you reaching the place that you're meant to be at. Yeah. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's it's been so satisfying to watch it blossom into what it is today. I mean, yeah, I know. Who would have thought? Oh, the amount of people that you're helping is, you know, like a dream. It really is. It's fabulous. Yeah. But that's all thanks to all the hard work that you've done over the years to get. To that. Oh yeah, there's no. I mean, we know there's no overnight success. There's no overnight success. Like it's been years in the making to get to this point. Well, congratulations. Thanks.